welcome to St. Misbehaven, the podcast about saints from people who are not. I am your host, Matthew Shadorn, and I am joined, as always, by my co-hosts whose pronouns are it that. Anna Domini, everybody. Wow. In LGBT History Month of all the times, Is you'd it? make a pronoun joke. You're such a mm. boomer. Am I? <laughs> These yes. kids with their pronouns. When I was a kid, we didn't have pronouns. <laughs> or any other kind of grammar. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I, love the these people who are raging against pronouns. It's like, you know, people have always used pronouns, right? Mm. Like that's No, the anyways. best one, though, is the, the whole, like, the thing about how God is non-binary and how, like, the, the conservatives are really cross at this idea of, like, god having they them pronouns and it's like but have i told if, if i did i say this last time i can't no, remember I don't, I don't think i've heard this oh, okay because i i did have a rant about this but i can't remember to I whom or this whether controversy. i was being recorded so yeah please let so me know. basically i think the daily mail got hold of a story whereby like um in some like theological discourse they suggested that god's pronouns might be they them and mm. they were like, you know, this is modern, newfangled, woke nonsense. And it's like, well, I mean, the Hebrew word that's used for God sometimes is Yahweh, other times is Elohim, which is a plural. And then obviously the, the Christian concept of God is Father, Son and Holy Spirit, i.e. three things. So right. a trinity, which by definition of maths is not binary. So <laughs> this mm. idea of like, oh, it's it's woke to say that God is non-binary. It's like, well, mm, I mean, but... you're, you, the whole idea of putting a, an ineffable, infinite being into language is kind of contradictory. So you're not you're not really gonna right. like capture anything accurately anyway. But God's definitely not an old white dude with a beard. Right. They're like you know it's father and son. It's two thirds dudes. So <laughs> I don't know. And then ghosts. Have you ever seen a female ghost? Okay. Oh, Case good point. closed. <laughs> All yeah, but dudes. Th but that would still be them, wouldn't it? Because there's three guys. You don't you don't refer to a group of, of exclusively men as he, do you? Sometimes I do. I don't know. Sometimes well, I see a bunch of guys weird. walking around in like khakis and like the same polo shirt. And I'm yeah. like, man, that's just a heat. That's just one dude, isn't it? It's just one <laughs> dude. <laughs> well, sure. But I, I feel like the Holy Ghost and Jesus, for example, are very distinguishable. Mm. Are they? Well, I mean. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that go that Holy Ghost is just Jesus with a shoot on. <laughs> um, Anna. <laughs> you doing all right, Anna? Um, I'm doing okay. I'm pretty tired. It's like I, I hit 30 and I got even tighter. So that's fun. How about you? How are you doing? You know, I'm fine. It's, uh, I'm, I've been tired. Yeah, myself. For, <laughs> uh, pretty much over a decade now at this point. But yeah. have you done anything in your tiredness? Have you done anything saintly or experienced anything epic in your periods of wakefulness? Well, not epic because that's our other podcast. For oh, our yeah. Patreon seen anything miraculous, rather? <laughs> if you want to hear about the epic things that Anna's done, please subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. Your, your mind and prepare for your mind to be blown. No, I, uh, I had a, a domestic miracle of sorts this week mm. in that I discovered a baking tray that can go in the dishwasher and this is game changing. Why couldn't your baking trays go in the dishwasher before? Because they're non-stick and they're not meant to go in the dishwasher. Is that true? Because I yeah. just put them in the dishwasher. Oh, so <laughs> I bought a special one that said it could go in the dishwasher and I thought this was like game changing and you're telling me that I wasted my money. <laughs> I think they all go in the dishwasher. <laughs> Were you at the store and you're like, how much for this amazing miracle device? No, I was I was on the Lakeland website and I was like filtering things according to whether they were dishwasher safe or not. I think you're not meant to put things that are non-stick in the dishwasher because it ruins the non-stick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I've decided, you know, what I'm bringing to my 30s is I don't have time for anything that doesn't go in the dishwasher. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't know what point. Because I, I think I would have done this in my 20s. So either, like everything... either you're too old or you're rich enough to, like, hire someone to wash all your dishes for you. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, if you're not, yeah, if you're not rich enough that somebody else is doing your dishes for you, just, like, everything goes in the dishwasher. Yeah. I don't know. Like, this is even about age. It's just, like, yeah. like, who has time for anything that doesn't go? Like, I have many nice cutting boards that my father made that are mm -hmm. just like handmade they should definitely not go in the dishwasher. they should not go in the dishwasher and they cannot sit in the sink 
because they will split. Yeah. So those things I don't put in the dishwasher, but they sit on the counter forever until they actually get around to get yeah. around Washington. I don't know. I haven't looked into this and maybe I've been ruining all my nonstick you items. You probably have. But, but like, Philly, you can just put that stuff in the in the dishwasher. But Well, I mean, a lot of our oven trays, to be fair, are like too big for our dishwasher. <laughs> Oh, okay. See, that's what so, I thought. It's like, oh, you just have a small dishwasher. so you Yeah, I mean, we do. We have like a skinny one because we yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. a very big kitchen. I'm trying to play down the bourgeoisness of having a machine that does my dishes. But... <laughs> the, the dishwasher in the kitchen we own is so small. Feel sorry for me. Yeah. But yeah, so that, that was my miniature miracle that happened yeah and you know i think it will hopefully mean i can roast more things without being inhibited by the prospect of soaking and leaving a dish around for ages and stuff well that's good i'm yeah. glad that you you have that nice little baking tray it's just a nice tray in general and i'm <laughs> glad that you have that to make your life a little bit better and you can do a little yeah. bit more roasting oh that's very generous of you thank you yes how about you? Or was that it? That, that Your saintly thing was saying something nice to I me. I was saying something nice about you, yeah. No, uh, I had this had this moment the other day, and I realized that it was very, it makes me seem like very anti-saintly, mm-hmm. which is that Alice got off work. She's like, I want to get out of the house because she worked from home that day. She's like, I want to go out. I'm like, let's go out. So we took Tavish out. We went to the local pub. We got dinner there. We had a drink. I was like, it was like, fine, great, because then I didn't have to make dinner. So I was like, this is great for Bonus. me. Bonus, yep. And then we were sitting in the pub and because I've been watching him all day because that's my job. I watch him all day. And then <laughs> Alice was just like chasing him around the pub and I was just sitting there drinking my beer like, <laughs> not my problem. And I was just like, oh, man, oh no, I look like the biggest asshole to everybody <laughs> in this because <pub." laughs> they don't realize the, the division yeah. of labor that Alice and I have, which is that I watch the baby all day. And then when she gets off work, <laughs> she kind of takes over. Yeah. And she's happy to spend time with him and play with him and like chase him around. Like multiple times when we were there, I was like doing things like picking up his toys or something. Yeah, to be fair, I thought you were going to say like, and I wasn't watching him because I'd done that all day. And Alice wasn't watching him because (laughs) she was super tired and been working. So uh, he's missing now. (laughs) No, I was just like, I was like, oh man, I, I, these people are looking at a shitty husband. And I was like, yeah, get what I was doing earlier. (laughs) I just felt really bad. And because the the thing was like earlier in that visit, I, yeah, like I said, I've been picking stuff up and then Alice was like, please stop doing that. It's fine. I'm here. I can handle this. And I was just like, but this is all I know. And then so. (laughs) This is all I I have to contribute. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. It's like, if I don't keep doing this, you'll kick me out. (laughs) Yeah. And then like, I just felt bad because like later in the night, I was just like, just sitting, finishing my beer and being like, yep, there he goes. Let's <laughs> just chasing him down a hallway, just like yeah. That's what women's are for. Glad that's not me, huh? I, I just, I just felt like everybody in the pub, probably nobody even noticed, but I was yeah. just like, <laughs> I felt like, oh man, if anybody's looking at me, they're probably thinking I'm a shitty dude. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like it, w- it won't make it better if you acknowledge it because, <laughs> like, you'll just draw attention to it and be like, um, actually, this isn't what it looks like. Then it will just be worse you know yeah yeah there's no i have no comeback for that it's like mm. but actually i spent the day with them and it's like oh you spent one day with your own child well, oh you want a medal yeah like, no but i'm a stay-at-home dad this is all i do it's, i think it's i think really this is difficult. A, good, a good opportunity for you to practice not caring about what other people think because mm. you, alice knows that that's not the situation and you know that's not the situation so why does it matter because people think things. Strangers don't like me. <laughs> and you'll never see them ever again. I know. I mean, I, I don't know. You know. It's, yeah, it's probably nothing. It was just a moment of just like, oh, man, I bet these people think I'm a piece of shit. But, yeah. But it, the other side of that coin is sometimes people see me out with my son and we're totally adorable because it's like, look at this guy. He's such a good <laughs> See, dad. no, you got to take the rough with the smooth. Out with this son, you know. Yeah, that is pretty heroic. Mm. Um, though I think I always look exhausted and everybody probably thinks like oh this guy probably spends one day with his son and he looks <laughs> and totally can't exhausted handle it. And it's like I'm exhausted a day <laughs> he's so heavy and he runs so much he is he, it must be like I, I just I do marvel at how strong particularly Alice <laughs> must be because like she's skinnier than you and she can haul Tavish around and it's just it's very impressive yeah did I tell you I have like an intense pain in my elbow all the time <laughs> no. now because so instead like, of um, tennis elbow you've got Tavish elbow Tavish elbow yeah basically yes exactly that's exactly what it is it's like if I hold my arm in any 
angled position for more than 30 seconds it's intensely painful to move it again <laughs> so oh my it's, god so it's like and that comes from just like holding him with you know just oh my god it's so it's such a <laughs> uh, i can't wait till that kid's in school anyways <laughs> then what will you but you have to get a job then i don't know i'm working on getting a i don't know some kind of disability payments because <laughs> of tavish elbow <laughs> i'll be like look at this child you destroyed me i'm not fit for work anymore <laughs> anyways anna yes Today is February 19th, mm -hmm. 2023. Uh, who is today, Saint? Well, today we are looking ahead to the 23rd of February mm. so that we can learn all about Polycarp, who is not a Pokemon, <laughs> but a saint. But he's, but he's a man made of multiple fish. <laughs> yeah. He's a polycarp. <laughs> the fish man is uh, one of yeah. the names he's known by. So, the, wait, 22323? Yes, although in this country we say 23 to 2023. Oh, yeah. So 23 to 23. But it's, it's still pretty uh, symmetrical, yeah. St. Polycarp, though. Okay, so yeah. is it spelled like... Is it, it's spelled, yeah, it's spelled like it sounds. Like oh, nice. poly as in polyamorous. Carp, as in the fish. So he's having sex with a lot of fishes. Then. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's not come up in I the mean, research, but... Um, not, I mean, that that wasn't fair. He's having... He's in relationships with a number of fishes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to make it just sexual. I know that it's like... It's more of an emotional connection. Good it's privilege just... checking there. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I apologize. So... Although, I, to be fair, I think... If you're saying that any kind of bestiality is equivalent to polyamory, then you're already <laughs> yeah. you're, you're already in hot water there, I think. Here's the thing. I'm like, heterosexual sex? Fine. Homosexual sex? Fine. Multiple partners? You're a disgusting animal, and you might as well be just fucking goats. Oh my goodness. That's the official position of this podcast, and all oh, the hosts. It's not. It's really not. Um... <laughs> Anyways, let's let's go back to bashing oh, big, bigots. That's what we yeah. do. Oh yeah, sorry. Let's do that. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's get on this. Uh, don't buy that stupid Harry Potter game, guys. It's uh, <laughs> not worth it. Yeah, there we go. So that's that segment for the week. You're supporting bigotry and uh, getting a crappy game in the in the process. So, mm -hmm. anyways, so what's Polycarp's deal? <laughs> Polycarp was born in 69 AD. Ooh, the sexiest <laughs> year to be born. Yeah, that's, that's I'm surprised anybody was born that year because you can't get pregnant doing that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. Yeah, but if it was like any month up to September, then I guess that's they would true, have been yeah. conceived so in 68. Everybody was conceived in 68. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no one was born between like... Like October through the end of the year. No, October yeah, yeah. through like... Uh, till mid-70. Yeah, till February or to September of the next year. Like, so it was actually 70. They're like, boy, nobody was born. What was everybody doing? They were doing what? <laughs> well, I wasn't doing that. What was everybody doing that? Well, nobody told me. Man. Uh, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound like we had nothing else to say, but there's a, a lot of story this week. Okay, so. sorry. <laughs> Let's There's move one... on from the sexy year. Okay, sorry. Uh, no, that's fine. Which is uh, actually like before some of the Gospels are thought to have been written. So oh, pretty really? early on. So Polycarp's getting in on the ground floor. Uh, yep. The main sources of his life are the martyrdom of Polycarp. Spoilers. Mm. Uh -oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out okay, right? Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Oh, no. An epistle to Florinus, the epistle of Ignatius, and Polycarp's own letter to the Philippians. But you know, it's like the other ones sound really fancy because they're epistles, and then it's just like, and then this guy wrote a letter. Well, I guess it was also an epistle. To, right, but it's, it's, I just it's, stopped speaking Greek at that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's fun. That's why, like, when I send people messages online, I call them e-epistles. Surely e-epistles. E e-epistles. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say, because I want to sound fancy. So it's yeah. like, did you get my e-epistle? Oh, I did, actually. And, Thank you for that yeah, and flotation people, tank uh, voucher. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for your birthday. But I guess e-epistle didn't really catch on because it sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Which is appropriate for this guy who was born in the year 69, am I hey, right? Guys, this is St. Misbehaving After Dark. It's a real... <laughs> well, to be fair, they, they would be misbehaving if they did that, according hey, to the Bible. Anyways, go ahead. So we don't know anything for sure about his early life. 
Oh, okay. Because the account of his childhood comes from a life of Polycarp, which is dated to the third or fourth century. So oh. <laughs> at least a hundred years after he died. I don't know how anybody's writing anything about anyone three centuries prior or two <laughs> centuries prior. Without their smartphones. Yeah, without like, yeah, with like, who who's keeping these records? They're just like... <laughs> well, I guess it'd be like, well, it was oral tradition. Oh, God, like, I didn't mean to say that phrase. Got you. I tricked you. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, See, I was going to say word of mouth. And then I was like, oh, but actually the theological, like historical term is oral tradition. And then right, right. I, yeah, I fell into that trap mm. from trying to sound clever. Yeah, but I just I just feel like the idea that they're like, yeah, of course, uh, we know all about it. It was um, somebody told me and somebody else told him. And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Just trust me, OK? <laughs> yeah, take my word for it. Yeah, I mean, we we have this research from our excellent researcher, but I mean, maybe she made it all up. I'm not. T- I'm not blaming her. I'm saying like <laughs> these people in the se- in the third century, they're just like pulling shit out of the air. I don't know. Yeah, but what I'm saying is because they were pulling shit out of the air, like Cat could have right. done the exact same, and we'd never know. Oh, I trust her implicitly. <laughs> well, if you did, you wouldn't need to say it, would you? It's look, I trust Cat implicitly. I know that she's done the research. You know, oh, I see. I see. It's a dig at me. <laughs> trust, I trust your reading comprehension less than I trust Kat's research, frankly. Yeah, that's fair because of that thing about that volcano. <laughs> but apparently thing. I just inserted into that story. <laughs> oh, yeah. We never brought this up again. But during the St. Mungo episode, <laughs> Anna brought up a volcano. And then I sent a message to Kat and I was like, in our group chat, and I was like, "Why? what was that shit about the volcano? And she's like, I never put that in the research. <laughs> and then I was like, Anna, can you explain yourself? And nothing from Anna. Just radio silence from Anna I think on that. I, maybe I must have been reading something else. And then I like manifested that into reading the research or something. I don't know. Whatever. I'm so sure if you Google St. Mungo Volcano, you'll find something. I found nothing. The uh, only thing I found, when I Googled Volcano and Glasgow, I found uh-huh. out there's a famous nightclub called the Volcano. <laughs> oh, that must have been where Mungo went. I'm sure yeah. of it. Yeah, anyways. Mungo on the lash. All right, all right. Let's get, let's get back on topic here. So St. Mungo. <laughs> Thank you. No, Polycarp. Polycarp. Not Mungo. All right, whatever. St. Polycarp. We don't know about his early life, but what do we know about his later life? Well, we we know some made up stuff about his earlier life. <laughs> okay. Let's go with that. So according to the text, a Christian woman in Smyrna named Callisto had a vision of an angel okay. who said to her, Callisto, rise up and go to the gate called the Ephesian. And when mm-hmm. thou hast gone forward a little in front of it, two men shall meet thee, having with them a little lad named Polycarp. I was just like, go a little in front of it. No, no, a little more, a little <laughs> more. No, 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 back to the right, back to the right. That's yeah, it's it, right there, right there. That's perfect. <laughs> Ask them if he is for sale. And when they say yes, give them the price that they shall demand and take and keep him with thee. Callisto wait, wait. did as the dream told her and trafficked the boy. Uh... <laughs> so go to the gate, mm-hmm. find a boy. Just go, go to a very specific location near the gate. And a very specific boy at the gate. Yeah. And then buy the boy. Yeah. Okay. And that's his mom. That's his mom. Yeah. Wait, well, that's his owner. <laughs> I guess so. His owner mom. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people have like you know misguided views on whether their children belong to them right callisto could be sure yeah callisto knew she knew for certain she had a receipt for that baby <laughs> like if i was out and people were like prove your son is yours i'd be like i, I have nothing and but callisto's got a bill of sale yeah so callisto did as she was told and raised polycarp in her house as her mm-hmm. own son okay very generous when very nice. he's in fact your property I guess, yeah. When he grew older, she made him the manager of her property and gave him the keys to her storehouses. Okay. So she's getting her money's worth then. She's like trained him up. And yeah, now I guess so. R- return on investment. Yeah. So God was just basically giving her investment tips. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this one's a good worker. You want to go and buy that one? <laughs> there we go. Also, were these guys selling the kid or were they just like had a well, kid? Well, they... They uh, demanded a particular price. But so... do you think if you wanted to put anybody in, in like first century Smyrna and just mm-hmm. ask them like, how much for the boy? They'd be like, well, I've got a price in my head, but. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got to guess it exactly or you yeah. can't buy him. Do you think? That, yeah. But just like any boy was negotiable. <laughs> 
don't know. Anyways. Well, that's a good question. I mean, I know that children, they were seen as lower status as <laughs> members of society. I suppose so. Because like part of Jesus's like revolutionariness was that he talked to children rather than ignoring them or trying to buy or sell them well, yeah exactly <laughs> they were they were more person than commodity to him yeah what a what a what a crazy guy so now he's the manager yeah and callisto went on a trip away from home during which time polycarp a vacation would... right <laughs> just like you in the pub i get it polycarp because he had the keys to the storehouses, mm-hmm. gave the food from the storehouses away to those in need. Uh-oh. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the best manager. Mm, yeah, I think he's failed that test. When Callisto returned, a servant told her what Polycarp had done. Those snitches. <laughs> Which, again, is it? Is it? Is it a servant brother of Polycarp? <laughs> right. I think it's the servant that was like, I've been working here for like 20 years, and you gave that guy the manager job? Mm. And then as soon as he and fucked up, look he's like, what he oh, does. Yeah. fucking, this is on. I'm going to tell Callisto about this as soon as she gets back. <laughs> well, really rubber facing it. the servant made himself look very stupid because Callisto was furious, mm-hmm. went to the storeroom, opened the doors, and found it miraculously full. Oh. So I guess God had Polycomp's back in terms of being snitched on. So then she just thought the servant was a liar? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why would you tell me such an easily provable lie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazing. maybe maybe that, that person didn't get to be her servant slash child anymore. Mm. So fast forward a few years. Mm-hmm. Um so that I guess is that's a sign of his like miraculous devoutness as a youngster. Or he just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. One or the other. Uh what much of what we know about Polycarp after that account comes from one of his students, the theologian Irenaeus of Leon, mm-hmm. who was a bishop of Leon. Quite a big deal. If you're in Lyon. Wait, Lyon in France? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Unless it's just spelled exactly the same and is in fact somewhere else. <laughs> Could be. No, 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 it is. Mm. It was in Gaul at the time. Mm. All part of the Roman Empire, isn't it? Uh, yeah. According to Irenaeus, Polycarp was a disciple of John the Apostle. Oh. Big, uh, one of the... the... Big, big deal apostle. Yeah. Well, he was one of the top three. Peter, James and John were like the... The inner circle of disciples. Right. That's like he's getting it almost directly from the source, right? Indeed. So obviously he was born in 69, so John would have been quite old by then. <laughs> so quite a close connection to to the big cheese. Oh, yeah. So John would have been really old, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, Just very senile, tell him all kinds of... I remember Jesus. He was 10 feet tall. <laughs> I remember a particularly good wedding. He turned all the water into fishes. What? Oh, no. Or it was... um Jerome, who I think was another early theologian, claims mm-hmm. that it was John who ordained Polycarp a bishop and sent him to the town of Smyrna in Asia Minor uh, when he was a young man. So... Wait, wasn't he from Smyrna? Oh, no. wait, hang on. Yeah, no, it says she was a woman in Smyrna as well yeah that's what i thought you said yeah (laughs) okay well i guess like maybe maybe defend um, yourself john (laughs) sent polycarp around smyrna to just go around there or yeah i guess maybe well if he was in maybe he was traveling and he met john and he's like you should go you know where you should go it's smyrna back home he's like like, oh my god that's crazy i actually live there so i've got a place he's like oh my god i'm gonna get to go see the world evangelize to everywhere where are you gonna send me oh my hometown you're mostly needed in smyrna (laughs) it's a godforsaken place it turns out you were the only christian there and you did just go back So Irenaeus describes Polycarp in a letter to a fellow student named Florinus. Dear Florinus, I met the weirdest dude. (laughs) (laughs) So Irenaeus writes, It is yet present to my mind with what gravity he everywhere came in and out. Mm. What was the sanctity of his department, the majesty of his countenance, and what were his holy exhortations to the people? So, sounds yeah, like were those? he had gravity. That's what I'm oh, hearing. Right. Irenaeus claimed that Polycarp had been converted to Christianity by the apostles themselves oh. and emphasized that he'd spoken directly to people who had seen Jesus. <laughs> Which sounds like it's like a local paper. <laughs> like, <laughs> be like, you know, this, this tiny town, his <laughs> one claim to fame is like, I know people who know people who know Jesus. Right. 
It's like because Alice is from Shetland. There was mm-hmm. an article in a Shetland paper about the solar panel research that she was doing as a Shetland. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah, that it's sounds like about our right. boy, our boy Polycarp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he knows the guy who knew the guy who knows the guy. So according to Irenaeus, Polycarp visited Rome when a man called Anacetus was its bishop to mm. discuss the differences between the churches in Asia and Rome. Mm. The two men agreed on most things, but found that they celebrated Easter on different days. Have we come across this before? <laughs> this is a this has been this is apparently a big point of contention in the early church. It's like when are you celebrating Easter? Blasphemer <laughs> It's like a week off. Yeah. Because it was one saying it was just like her husband celebrated it. Oh yeah yeah. One then... like a week earlier than her. It was just... Well, it, it just messes up, you know, if you've got family staying or That's like you need to buy in your your lamb. That's what people eat on Easter roast yeah. then all the good ones are going to be gone maybe that's the thing if half the yeah. people are getting their lamb one week and the other half for the other week i mean that's good mm. that's less busy for the lamb guy well it's, it's less busy for the the lamb spreads that out but i mean if yeah. you see the way people stock up on things you know but i think that if, if you're the person who does easter a little bit later getting a lot of discount candy and that's pretty nice <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe in these times, then, they just didn't do the discounts after Easter because of second Easter. It's like, we don't know when Easter ends, so never give the <laughs> discounts. <laughs> well, that's that's why you see, you know, hot cross buns in the shop as soon as Christmas is over. Yeah. It's, it's kind Who of that in Easter reverse. Is. I mean, that's the thing is, like, I couldn't tell you when Easter is. No yeah. one knows. Somebody says something and I'm like, okay, I guess that's Easter. <laughs> <laughs> well, quite. So the Bishop of Rome argued that it should be on the Sunday following the first full moon after the spring equinox which i think mm-hmm, is mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. it when we celebrate it now um whereas polycarp followed the eastern practice of celebrating it on the same day as jewish passover whichever uh-huh. day of the week that fell on okay which, oh, so it might not be sunday well yeah exactly big uh, big controversy Oof. I, I i feel like if you're going like look we need to put this the first sunday after the first full moon after the equinox. i mean that just makes sense and somebody else <laughs> like look why don't we just put it on passover they, they already figured out when passover is yeah let's just, don't, don't like, let all that thinking go to waste let's just crib off of their stuff yeah and it's like no 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 we'll crib off pagan stuff instead this does feel super pagan it's like what wait, yeah what what, what <laughs> equinox other... that's a pretty pagan like well the full moon that's after a... the equinox it's like mm. wait are we doing a human sacrifice like what the fuck <laughs> well of sorts <laughs> oh it's fair i guess because anacetus was in rome Mm-hmm. then there would be more of an argument for, for making it a bit more pagany mm-hmm. um, to try and yeah. appeal to those heathens. It's like, dude, we're trying to get converts in here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but the Jews are used to Passover. It's like the Jews are a lost cause. We need to start oh, spreading out in this other direction. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> we've talked about this. That's, that's what he said. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I think we've gotten all the Jews we're going to get. Let's start trying oh, to get the God. pagans. We're, we <laughs> are falling into the trap of being left wing and accidentally doing an anti-semitism damn it i always wonder how that happens now there I we know. go we've, we've <laughs> sussed it let's avoid doing that again so <laughs> the date of easter would continue to be a point of debate throughout the life of the early church yeah. but anacetus allowed polycarp and his church to continue following the eastern traditions which was regarded as a great honor hmm like yeah do whatever the fuck you want you're in turkey i really can't get to you so (laughs) irenaeus portrays polycarp as a defender of the faith against heresy Mm. during the first and second centuries there were several sects who described themselves as christians claiming to have access to secret traditions Ooh. Got extra gospels. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the Gnostic gospels. Oh, yeah. Polycarp particularly opposed a man named Marcion who promoted the dualist belief that there were two gods in the Bible. Oh, my God. I hadn't even read up to this point when we were talking about the non binariness of God well, earlier. That's disappointing that you haven't gone over the research beforehand, but all right. I went over the first several paragraphs and I was like, this seems good enough. <laughs> and then, no, I read, I read the first couple of paragraphs and I was like, this is very detailed and then i flicked through and i was like this is several pages we'll be fine that's okay. what i do all right so yeah quality control is not why i want you to go over it huh nothing nothing it's fine so marcion had a dualist belief that there were two right. gods in the bible the god mm. of the gospel was a benevolent savior whereas the god of the old testament was an evil demiurge which um i guess 
like you could argue again falls into uh, potential anti-semitism because it's like oh all all the stuff that happened before jesus oh. is crappy kind of thing those jews have a mean god whereas yeah. we have a really cool dude god mm. He turns water into wine. I thought the, I thought the, yeah. Isn't the kind of the way that they reconcile that is just like God really mellowed out after he had a kid. <laughs> like we all do. Yeah. Well, I suppose like it sort of depends which kind of gospel you're looking at and like whether the person writing the gospel was themselves like a Jewish Christian or a converted one. Mm. A heathen so, one. So does Polycarp, does he fight this Martian guy? or? Well, they met and Marcion asked Polycarp if he knew who he was. Polycarp replied, yes, I know you to be the firstborn of the devil. So pretty sassy. <laughs> and then Roundhouse kicked him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're that dude with my boot stuck in your ass. <laughs> it was hardcore, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. During early the... theological debates were a lot more lively. Well, to be fair, they were, because you'd accuse someone of being a heretic, and that just sounds bitchy, but actually it means that they were saying that they should have their tongue cut out. So, right. yeah, it was pretty, pretty nasty. During the period of the early church, Christians were frequently subjected to persecution by the Romans, as we know, like Diocletus. This is the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> Another of the apostolic fathers, St. Ignatius of Antioch, was arrested mm -hmm. in 107 and brought in chains through the city of Smyrna. Polycarp mm. met him during his journey and kissed his chains. A classic <laughs> tale of a saint meeting someone who's being persecuted and being like, hang on in there, you're doing a great job. Hey, 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 quick, 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 quick. Come here, come here, let me see your chains. Oh God, are you gonna, cut, are you gonna get me out? Nope, Mwah. All right, see you later. <laughs> Everything's fine now. <laughs> Enjoy your imprisonment. <laughs> I just wanted to smooch your chains. Why would he kiss the <laughs> chains? Why wouldn't he just kiss the dude? Just give the well, guy a kiss on the cheek and be like, you know, like, I love you. You're my brother in Christ. But it's like, let me just kiss on these iron chains. That that sounds a bit homoerotic. And um, the, the Bible was very anti that. Right, right. Okay. So, like, so he goes and kisses him. Okay, can we de-gayify this? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Make it more military. Yeah. What if he kisses the chains? That's pretty pretty hetero yeah thing yeah for a dude to do is kiss some metal yeah yeah metal Ugh. metal that's what you want <laughs> be a real man kiss some iron out there dudes don't kiss <laughs> don't kiss another dude because that's fucking gay but you kiss some chains that's fucking awesome it's straight fucking straight dude. as hell you couldn't be straighter than that i'm telling you <laughs> before he was martyred ignatius wrote a letter to polycarp asking him to take care of his people <laughs> Dear Polycarp, can you please explain why you kissed the change? It's been really <laughs> bugging me. I don't really understand it. And I'm going to die soon. I really don't want to die before I understand this. I need to know. In response, Polycarp wrote a letter to the church in Philippi, encouraging its members to remain faithful. So I guess mm. those were Ignatius's people. Oh, okay. But which is, is like, oh, please take care of my people. Mm, I'll write them a letter. Yeah. Is good enough? Uh, hey, people of Philippi, real sorry about Ignatius. That was a real bummer. <laughs> By the way, I got to first base with his chains. <laughs> Anyways, um, hang in there. Um, pretty sure he's probably the last one the, <laughs> the Romans are going to kill. So don't even, don't even give it a second thought. Anyways, XOXO, but only if you have chains. <laughs> well, it's funny you should mention that because mm. now we're on to how Polycarp is most famous for his martyrdom. Oh. The account of his death is the earliest written account of Christian martyrdom outside of the Bible. Oh, oh because St. Stephen... Yeah, Stephen. He was in the Bible. He was in the Bible. Mm. Okay. I was going to say he wasn't. I was like, he's not the first martyr. Wasn't that that yeah. Stephen guy? Uh, no, oh. it's the, the, first, the first one to not be written down first, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Although there's disagreement as to exactly when it was written, it's been this account has been dated to around the third century or later. So, okay, so um, still, still not an eyewitness account. Here's what I heard from my grandfather, mm. who heard it from his grandfather, who heard it from a guy, <laughs> <laughs> who may or may not have been there. Yeah. According to the martyrdom account, the preconsul of Smyrna sent for Polycarp after witnessing the public execution of a group of Christians. So. Clearly, there had been martyrdom for those guys, but right. they were just mentioned as a generic group. So this preconsul was baffled by the bravery of the martyrs who had been sentenced to fight wild beasts after they'd come forward voluntarily to be put on trial. Wow. <laughs> it is baffling. I kind of relate 
to this Roman guy being baffled because yeah. it's confusing. It's like, wait, so these guys came forward because they wanted to fight the beasts? And then when the beasts actually showed up, they were still kind of into this idea? Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. no, no. that is, that's, that's, uh, questionable. There's a lot of questionable decisions happening here. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh... I've been hearing that people are kissing chains. Do you know anything about this, too? <laughs> so it's becoming a bit of a theme, isn't it? Like, people mm. having the opportunity to not be martyrs and being like, no, no. <laughs> on second thought yeah yeah i guess if i was like a roman official i'd be super confused about everything happening yeah (laughs) like there's all these guys they're into this weird new religion they're fucking kissing chains and jumping into pits with animals it's a death cult it's a death cult right cannibalistic death cult yeah yeah they keep talking about eating some guy's flesh and drinking his blood but they won't kiss him they got these three gods or maybe just one god i cannot follow this (laughs) Uh, i want to say they them (laughs) when polycarp heard that this roman guy was looking for him he first decided to stay in the city but his Uh followers persuaded him to flee (laughs) So like it's like come on please dude like just just try (laughs) Um, the cops are after me well i probably should go down to the police station (laughs) he stayed with friends in a country house not far away oh that sounds like a nice holiday (laughs) going to staying with friends in the country Mm. oh that's nice went on some walks and uh went to some farmers markets and things yeah he spent all of his time praying so not a very good guest i would say Hey, you guys, yeah, we're going to play a board game out here. You want to come in and hang out and play a board game? No, we're just going to play? All right, that's fine. <laughs> he just locks himself up in his room with his prayer books and his chains. That's actually quite it's an easy weird. guest. Yeah, he doesn't so. need feeding or anything. Don't need to entertain him. That's really nice, too. Yeah. Uh, while he prayed, he had a prophetic vision in which the mm-hmm. pillow beneath his head appeared to be on fire. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> this is why you don't smoke in bed. <laughs> mm. He immediately turned to his friends and said, I must be burned alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? So, yeah, pretty weird company to be in. Um, uh, are, we, are, are you sure this isn't warning you not to be burned alive? No, nope, pretty <laughs> sure this is what it's telling me I should do. No, no, no it's, <laughs> it's saying I should rest my head on the flaming pillow, clearly. <laughs> is he, like, going after his friends? Like, okay, great. Can you... Look, I got this pile of kindling here, so um, if you just <laughs> want to light these matches... Like, wait, what? No, I'm not going to light you on fire. What? What makes you think you should do this? A dream? Come on, man. <laughs> look, we ate some very strong cheese last night. I'm sure it was just that. Yeah. Polycarp fled but he was pursued by the Romans' men. When they found him, they seized two youth from his household, and one of uh, them confessed under torture, betraying Polycarp's location. Wait, why is he hanging out with so many youths? Um, I think they were probably servants. Oh, okay. In this country house, maybe. I don't know. Just like, I don't, I mean, like, you know, priests and all, you know? You know what I'm saying? Don't make it sordid, Matthew. <laughs> I'm just saying that... <laughs> If they're like, stop besmirching us. They show up and there's a lot of kids in his house, and it's just like, wait a minute, maybe it's not the religion we should be worried about. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is not why he was martyred. Maybe it wasn't the Christianity. Mm. Maybe it was something else. That's a good point. Uh, and obviously, they wouldn't mention that in the accounts because the church loves covering that stuff up. Mm. Anyway, in the martyrdom of Polycarp, this betrayal is compared to judas's betraying jesus which i think is kind of unfair because yeah this guy was tortured (laughs) yeah it's like oh it's a child who was tortured it's like the same as a man who was bribed yeah (laughs) same as a guy who betrayed as an adult man who betrayed his friend for money Mm. is equal to a young child being tortured by the government yeah yeah like those are equal for sure yeah that's really unfair yeah (laughs) well you don't understand god okay (laughs) i guess not and also i imagine this kid was probably killed too i imagine all these people yeah do we have anything any idea what happened to this kid probably made me feel shitty by everybody (laughs) around like you betrayed him like they fucking tortured me man yeah after his location had been given away polycarp had time to escape but decided to stay put because his death was the will of God. I'm just like I'm. I'm. I, oh, I'm so close to the end of this book. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna finish it. <laughs> no, I just gotta know how this book ends. I'm sorry. I just. I'll go. I'm gonna escape. I'm totally gonna escape. But I just want to just get. I'm like 20 pages away from the end. Okay. Oh, <laughs> what a hero! He's a procrastinator, yeah. just like us. Yeah. He went out to speak to the men and ordered his followers to bring them as much food and drink as they wanted, <laughs> as long as they'd give him an hour to pray without disturbance brackets oh. finish his book or you know what you could also do with that hour is like fucking run out the back <laughs> 
no, no, mm-hmm. gotta pray. Oh, um, these guys. Honestly, sometimes I'm really surprised that Christianity made it, considering yeah. <laughs> how many early like followers were just yeah. like so intent on just like getting God. Like this yeah. is. <laughs> it goes they... against sort of evolutionary psychology and like you know the the survival instinct. Right. I was like, I once heard about this. There's this. There was a sect of Christianity somewhere. I think it was in Eastern Europe or someplace that doesn't exist anymore because part of their tenets were was like castration. Oh. And it's like, yeah, that's hard to maintain. A yeah. Well, except, you know, just keep converting people. Yeah, but I guess it's number one, you're not making any new members. And number <laughs> you two. You are, in fact, chopping off your members. Yeah. And in fact, and then, like, yeah, and then I think feel like conversion's a tough sell as well. Want to join this fun new club? We've got to mutilate you. It's like, wow, I really like this church. This is pretty fun. I, thanks for inviting me. Wow. You know, I think, you know what? After the service and it's been so lovely, I, I think I want to join. Is there any like official uh, process for initiation. joining? Any, any initiation or ritual I need to go through? It's like, well, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> <laughs> Hard cut to that guy running, screaming out the door. They're just oh, out dear. the church. It's like, fuck this noise. <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just like, but it just, it just feels like as anxious as people were to get murdered yeah. early on, mm. which, you know, I guess like, I don't know if I lived in the year 100, it's probably kind of crappy all the time. So you're just like, yeah, I guess I could, I could join a religion where I get murdered. And I guess that's <laughs> probably fine too. <laughs> the career of choice for people with no other plans. Yeah. Are you a self-destructive loner? Well, how do I got a <laughs> for you? Weird. That was the exact message they put out during uh, mission week uh, at the university. When he'd finished praying, Polycarp was put upon a donkey and led into the city of Smyrna. Uh Real, real Jesus-y echoes here with his with his donkey yeah i think he's doing a bit of cosplay yeah that's nice it's like okay put him on the horse he's like oh can i be on the donkey <laughs> why we're the horse is a horse? nicer animal yeah yeah but i think this would it's, look better it's a thing it's a thematic thing you wouldn't really get it he's not <laughs> but it's like a whole thing with our people it's fine this it's like an homage to this other guy <laughs> You don't know, but it's... The disciples will understand. Yeah, uh, my guys will get it. My friends will get it, and they'll be like, oh, good one. The Irinarch, i.e. the Justice of the Peace, Ah. and his father rode to meet Polycarp and brought him onto their chariot. They tried to persuade him to sacrifice to the Roman gods. (laughs) What do you think happened next? (laughs) Come on, it's kind of a formality. If you could just do it. (laughs) I'm not saying like an ox, like a chicken. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> chicken you would have this. eaten anyway. Here's the thing, man. You can eat the chicken afterwards. Nobody's paying <laughs> attention. Once you kill the chicken, nobody's really looking. So come on, we don't want to kill you. <laughs> don't make us the bad guys here. <laughs> Surprisingly, he refused. What? I guess they changed their tune pretty quickly after that because they threw him out of the chariot so violently that he dislocated his leg. Oh, d- wait, what? Wait, <laughs> all right. It's like, you know what? If that's where you're going to be, just fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that God helps them who helps themselves and we are not willing to help yourself. Indeed. How do you dislocate your leg? Um, I guess like if you land on it a certain way, like maybe you would get it like popped out by it being smushed which part? from the impact hmm? from uh, like your hip or your knee uh from your hip i guess oh, yeah okay. there's a joint there because it doesn't say he dislocated his lower leg does it so it was probably his i guess yeah, not probably yeah. his hmm. hip leg i've never heard of this hip. okay but i guess it's the thing yeah, yeah maybe he maybe he had hypermobile joints Oh, maybe. Here we go. We're we're diagnosing historically here. It's Mm. good. So he hurt his leg. So he was then taken to a stadium where the preconsul ordered him to renounce his faith again. And again, he refused, even when threatened with wild beasts and death by fire. Presumably because he'd be like, wait, what what was that last option? (laughs) (laughs) It's funny you should say that because, in fact, I was looking forward to some death by fire. So (laughs) (laughs) jokes on you, jerks. It's like when I was unpopular at school and I would make jokes about myself. Because it's like, they can't get you if you get yourself first, you know? Yeah, it's but they still got you, didn't they? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar with this tactic too, but it, uh, it never <laughs> it quite works work. as well as you'd hope. Well, yeah, I mean, if you wanted to be set on fire and they wanted you to set on fire, either way, the outcome is you you are on fire. So yeah. still Maybe not great. Maybe he was just like, this is what I wanted. I wanted you <laughs> to set me on fire. So you know what? You look stupid now. It's opposite mm. day. <laughs> yeah. 
no, I came in, I came, I got up this morning being like, you know what I'd love is to get set on fire. And, uh, <laughs> you think you're, you're, you're hurting me. You're not, you're just, you're, you're giving me what I want. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for you're setting me on fire. You're making yourself look pretty stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You think this is a punishment for me? Whatever. <laughs> I don't even feel it. <laughs> As he was entering the stadium, he heard a heavenly voice saying, be strong and show yourself a man. Oh, Polycarp. And then a heavenly voice that says, Will the owner of a gray Toyota Torcel please return to the parking lot? Your headlights are on. <laughs> the the heavenly voice said, be strong and show yourself a man, O Polycarp. Which is, I'd say, problematic because it's sort of implying that, you know, it's manly to die for your faith. And that's like, you know, you'd think that non-binary God would be above this kind of mm. tactic of meninism. This proves that... Um... Got the dude. Yeah, it's maybe. All, it's all right there. <laughs> the bigots were right all along. Yeah, you hate to admit it, but um, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. The crowd, because the crowd are always assholes in these stories, the sure. crowd mm-hmm. begged the preconsul to release a lion to attack Polycarp. But Wait, is he on fire at this point? No. <laughs> I thought he going to be set on fire. Well, they threatened oh, okay. wild beasts and death by fire, and the crowd, I guess... When they threatened the wild beasts, the crowd were like, yes, that one! <laughs> Go with the wild beasts! So the the crowd begged for a lion to re- be released, but the preconsul explained that it was not within his power to release a lion. Listen, we all want a lion. I would love to do this. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just, I, I, I can't do that. Like, <laughs> it's, it's above my pay grade. Like, my wife is like... I got to call it my boss. It's a whole thing. But it's yeah. out of my hands. The best I can do is just like a very angry deer. <laughs> if only that was the solution. No, instead he explained to the crowd that the bishop would be burned alive. Yeah. And they were all like, all right. <laughs> Fine. I guess the screams are the same. I do enjoy the smell of burning flesh. <laughs> a funeral pyre was built out of pieces of wood from local shops and baths. Wait, so did they buy it from local shops? Or did they just start stripping local shops? (laughs) I guess when you're like a Roman in charge, you can just demand that the shops give you their wood. I was just like just running into stores like, we need this shelving for fire. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's my most (laughs) precious antique carved chair. Tough. (laughs) Burns perfectly. Just people in restaurants are just whipping them out of their chairs. (laughs) (laughs) We need this chair to burn a Christian. It's like, aren't you the Roman Empire? Could you not have sourced firewood someplace else? (laughs) Polycarp took off all his clothes so that the faithful could come and touch his skin. Don't have to touch. You don't have to take off all your clothes for that. No, you don't. But that's just unless what there's he did. particular bits. Of, like I'm about to die. Somebody touch it. <laughs> Somebody. I don't want to die a virgin. Touch just touch just just a little bit. Just touch it a little bit, please. I've waited my whole life for this. Oh God. When he was about to be nailed to the pyre, <laughs> he said, "Leave me as I am." For he that gives me strength to endure the fire will also enable me, without your securing me by nails, to remain without moving in the pile. Okay. It does feel very insult to injury, or injury to injury, rather. Yeah. To nail him to, like, you could just tie him to that stake. You don't have to nail him to it. That's what they did. They tied him with ropes. Which is, is like, well... If he wasn't going to move anyway, I guess it was like his way of, yeah, getting out of the adding injury to injury. If I was the Roman, I'd be like, you know what? Let's just see if he runs. Either way, it just might be fun. (laughs) Yeah, they probably didn't need the ropes. He seemed pretty keen. Yeah, he was probably like, ropes, you don't have any um, metal chains, do you? (laughs) (laughs) I want to feel them on my naked flesh. into metal chains. (laughs) It's my thing. The fire was lit. But miraculously, Polycarp could not be burned. What? Mm. The executioner then stabbed him with a dagger. Yeah. So the fire didn't work. When you said he didn't burn, I was like, so this just ends in a beheading then? Is that what it is? <laughs> it's always like the, the elaborate death is just a preamble to just... a swift stab. When is Rome going to learn? Just like <laughs> You don't I... need all the pyrotechnics. I, I feel bad for them because they're putting so much work and showing Well, especially this these... time, like, think of all the local businesses that were deprived of furniture. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, turns out you didn't move my chairs after all. Well, thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> As he was stabbed, a dove burst forth from Polycarp's body, ah. along with enough blood to <laughs> extinguish the flames surrounding him. <laughs> what? 
So And somebody was like, You gotta chew your food better. <laughs> and he yelled out, Ta da <laughs> So Dove and then and then he's just like a fire hose of blood. <laughs> blood. Yeah. Like a cheap action movie. Like <laughs> <laughs> Well, especially like the the maybe this is where Alien got that shot from. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So that that was his pretty dramatic death. It's pretty dramatic. So he just shoots blood out of his... <laughs> and then just, I don't know, just like falls over like a, like a deflated balloon. Like somehow all his blood came out all at once. Yeah, they, they severed an artery that was just like the only one. It does seem to defeat the point where it's like he miraculously survived being burnt. But then they just killed him. Apparently there is no miracle good enough <laughs> to overcome stabbing. If that's the one thing we've learned is that yeah. God is powerful, but not as powerful as swords. A knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or knives. Yeah, it's like anything sharp. Like that's God's Achilles heel. Is it's like, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's like I God can do wonders and move mountains. And it's like, oh shit, does that guy have a knife? I'm out of here, man. Yeah. <laughs> so according to tradition, after he was martyred, the pagan ruler of Smyrna prevented Christians from taking Polycarp's relics and ordered that they be burned in a fire so that they couldn't be venerated. Okay. Um, so now that he's like, dead, he can be burned. Yeah. But the Christians did manage to gather a few body parts. They preserved it. <laughs> just everybody rushing the field in the stadium, just trying to rip his body apart. I can see why the governor is, is like, man, these we need to get rid of this whole body because it seems to have freaked everybody out. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like, I mean, you know, there's a lot of persecution, people going way out of, out of hand with the way that I'm not defending what Rome did to Christians because it does seem like shitty. Mm hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I can see why Rome would be super freaked out by these people because they are like way too intense. <laughs> like if there was a religion now, it was just like, we're getting fucking killed tonight and then we're going to rip our fucking friends apart when they're dead. And just like, Jesus. <laughs> it's much less hardcore now. Yeah. If, if there was a new religion that came out that was just like this fucking hardcore metal, I think we'd all be a little like, there maybe should be some laws against this. <laughs> Although, to be fair, as you said, they set up a system where this was possible because they were killing so many of them. Yeah, I mean, so. that was the thing. Is like, maybe if, maybe if the penalty for this wasn't death, mm. then things would be a bit more chill. <laughs> <laughs> His right arm was preserved and it was kept at a monastery in Nafpaktos uh -huh. from 1475. Guess it was just on the road before then. It's a long trip to Nafpaktos. And then... In 1792, the arm was preserved by being covered in silver. Um, so okay. that's the story of Polycarp and his Wait, relics. Wait, the arm, the arm's just bones at that point, right? Yeah, okay. I guess. It's like a leathery arm <laughs> with a bit of a bit of chard at the end. Yeah, yeah, bit of his burn. No blood, but mm. you know. Of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's his relics. The one that was salvaged by somebody running on the field and then like grabbing the arm and then apparently using the arm to beat off everyone else who tried. Yeah, to and then him. and then like there were some people in the stadium like right at the front who were actually rooting for him and he just ran past them all, high fiving them with yes. <laughs> the dead hand. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> he also apparently did some miracles during his lifetime. Oh, yeah. Once he visited a bishop named Daphnus, whose household was running out of food. Jinkies. <laughs> when Polycarp laid his hands on the empty barrels, Daphnus was blessed with an abundance of food. Oh. On another of Polycarp's visits to Daphnus' house, a wine cask miraculously refilled itself every time it was emptied over the course of an evening. <laughs> I feel like these are less miracles and more like this guy was his best friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, basically I can do this miracle too and it's by getting a Saintsbury's home delivery. There you go. Yeah, this is like he's just a really nice house guest. It's good to yeah. have him over for dinner. You know, you never run out of drinks when Polycarp's around. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so on that note, can you guess what his patronages are? Is he the patron saint of owner moms? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be his mum, obviously. Oh, right. But I mean, just like, you know, he's helping out on her moms, you know, or but property then, management. <laughs> yeah. Is it going to be managers? Is it like, like managers, property managers, landlords, those kinds of things? Ugh, yeah. They shouldn't have a patron saint. Is he the patron saint of provable lies? That's <laughs> uh, not on my list. Because the guy lied about him giving away all the food. Yeah, I guess that wasn't really him. Yeah. Is he the patron saint of kiss and chains? <laughs> 
probably too homoerotic for a patronage. It, you know, this is, this is, you know, they were lady chains. <laughs> That's why they were on a dude. So you know they're lady chains. Right. Because they're on a dude. Sure. So very straight. If it, you know, if that's your thing, you know, if you're into kissing chains, I mean, good for you. But, you know, we're all creeped out by it, frankly. Like, that's because you are a kink shamer. A- am I? <laughs> when did I ever kink any shames? <laughs> no, you're shaming kinks. <laughs> oh, I'm shaming kinks. Yes, yes, yes. Although I suppose if it's if it's about chains, it would be more like chink shaming. Is he the patron saint of house guests? Uh, he should be, shouldn't he? He went on holiday with his friends to the country, you know. That's, yeah. That's probably like he should be the patron saint of like holiday lets, you know. <laughs> you rent a little cabin out in the country. Well, with your property friends. managers, you get the whole package, right? Yeah. He rents yeah. it. He looks after it. He's making sure it's like you know you rent it and it's not like a barbarian situation, you know. No, he is not the patron of house guests. Is he the patron saint of bad dream interpretations? <laughs> no, he is a patron against dysentery. I don't know if dysentery makes you have bad dreams. That's the, the closest I can get. Dysentery really. makes you have a bad everything. That's not. <laughs> is he the patron saint of arterial spray? <laughs> <laughs> For you know, or against? Against? Uh, I don't know. What are his patronages? He's he's only got two, but um, this is quite a good one. <laughs> What? Uh, He's only got two and one is against dysentery? Yeah. That's fucking rough. (laughs) (laughs) Like up in heaven, they're like, listen, um, dysentery is out of control. So you are full time on dysentery. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I "I can't have anything else. All right, you can have one more. (laughs) As one of the early church fathers, he is supposed to have said that he would rather not hear at all than hear heretical doctrines. And therefore he is a patron against earaches. <laughs> Which I think it should mean that he's a patron of sassy bitches, but... Uh, so he's like, it's like uh, shitting yourself to death and tinnitus. <laughs> yeah. Neat. <laughs> I feel like this is these are bad patronages. You think They're, he's been um, shortchanged? He has been. I feel like... As one of the early martyrs of the church, you know, I feel yeah, like surely fewer patronages were taken back then. So exactly, you should have right? like loads each. He would have the pick of the litter, and in fact, he's just gotten the two. I just feel like mm, it's disappointing. Yeah, I'm sorry. When I first saw the list, I was like, surely there must be more than that. So then I did my own research, and I couldn't find any more either. So I did uh, do, I I did look at the research before, I just right. didn't look at all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like Smyrna, like <laughs> he was like the second most famous saint of Smyrna, I guess. Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Who are I Google famous residents from Smyrna? Like who else is on that? <laughs> well, list? I guess Smyrna doesn't exist anymore. So Uh-oh. you can't be a patron. What of... about Smyrna, Delaware? <laughs> Maybe he should be the patron of Smyrna, Delaware. Smyrna, Delaware, get on our letter writing campaign. I don't know how many Delaware listeners we have. <laughs> if you live well, in Smyrna, Delaware, please, please write, write the Vatican. Please write to us. Not to us. Just write the Vatican. You don't have to. You don't have to go through us. We we're busy. Just go. Yeah, right we've to got the clout. What are you talking about? We, we should zero. totally start this campaign. No. Okay. I fine. got no time for this. Yeah, that's fair. Me neither. So. Dysentery and earaches. Earaches. Yeah. Like I mean, I guess like so. You said dysentery involves like violent shitting. Yeah. So that's kind of like bleeding very violently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's you shit until you bleed and then you die. There you go. <laughs> so it's it is kind of relevant to him. But he can't can't have just like can you should be like okay if you're gonna be dysentery can I have like a pleasant patronage like flowers <laughs> or. <laughs> beekeepers or something fun uh, you know life like, isn't no, fair matthew uh it's like well i guess you're right i guess you could be something else nice um earaches are pretty nice right <laughs> <laughs> you like earaches right no hmm. well too bad well i prefer right them to heresy yeah good enough well do you think that you'd ever have saint polycarp intercede for you for any well yeah. like like we've alluded to with other saints i think if you're in a if you're in a pinch and you need someone to help you out he wouldn't be the best yeah. because he's too too stoical, mm. too accepting of fate. But maybe like, you know, I'm not going to die probably in my current condition, but I am in a condition that like, you know, is undesirable, but I can't do anything about it. And so, you know, <laughs> maybe maybe I should like take his perspective and be like, well, this is clearly meant to happen. So I'll just lean into it. Okay. You're like, I'm not shitting myself to death. 
So no. this is pretty So it good. could be worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not constantly on the toilet? No. Fair if I had to sell my son. I feel like St. Polycarp would be there to make sure I got a good price. Right. <laughs> that he went to a good new owner mother. <laughs> I think, I think that, Tavish uh, would get a very good price because he must be very strong. So mm-hmm. you could put him to a lot of use there. Yeah. He's, he's, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm going to be like, look at the muscles on this kid. He's only two. <laughs> he can lift up a whole oxen. <laughs> so, well, Anna, thank you for telling me this story of this stoic, suicidal <laughs> saint. I, I appreciate that. He had a tough... Honestly, I'm still I'm still kind of baffled by this buying the boy bit at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and I'm never wow, going to get over that. It's, it's a whole like 90 minutes later and the, you're still, that's your stumbling block. I'm just like, like, where did these guys get the boy? Did they, like, <laughs> like I don't, like, probably not their boy. Like, he's probably kidnapped, mm. stolen from somewhere. So it's like that, that whole thing. It's like, that's the grimmest origin. Just like, and then he was just bought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but thank you for telling me the story of, 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 uh, uh, St. Polycarp. He turned it around. Had a rough start. As... Fine in the middle. Pretty rough end. <laughs> rough end. Yeah. I mean, it's some good. Yeah, it's some good. Uh, <laughs> some good years in the middle. <laughs> Hanging out with people, writing letters and kissing Janes. You know, it's, it's a good. good Just time. all the some... hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, um, he was. Let's see. So he died in 155. So what's that? He would have been like 80, maybe. Yeah, he would have been pretty old. 86. 86. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Oh well, yeah. So he did all right. Yeah. yeah. Despite um, the the early trauma. Yeah. So like, at that point, you're just like, yeah, I'm I'm cold all the time. So if you could burn me, that'd set be me great. on fire, that'd be great. <laughs> Actually, this is the best thing that could happen to me. I've. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Well, thanks, Anna, for for all of this. Thanks for listening. And uh, have a blessed day. (laughs) You too. Bye. Bye.